Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 17, 2021, the Happy St. Paddy's Day edition. And as the governor of Texas has fully opened up the state and revoked any mandate mask, we all have to pray to St. Paddy's that we don't become another COVID hotspot due to COVIDiacy. Uh, our first story is a very interesting coming from the Wall Street Journal, as all our stories today are from the journal. And this is First Energy reaches deal with Carl Icahn to give the uh, activist investor two seats. You may remember First Energy because it's the company that paid uh, millions of dollars in bribes to the Speaker of the House of Ohio and several others for um, getting uh, favorable legislation through, which ended up making the company about $1.5 billion. Uh, the former Speaker of the House has pled not guilty. Uh, but uh, Icon wants to uh, put his members on the board so that they can uh, settle the litigation and improve compliance. And I have to admit, I never really thought as Carl Icahn as a compliance icon, but uh, perhaps in this case he is. Uh, Next up is also from the Wall Street Journal. Uber grants vacation pay and pension to UK drivers after uh, the um, work, uh, rather the ruling that found uh, Drivers in the UK were employment status or were employees. So UK uh, drivers working for Uber uh, now have vacation pay, pension contributions, and the change may presage legal wrangling. Um, however, because it uh, said it will guarantee the drivers minimum wage only if they they have accepted a trip, not from the time they sign in and when they're going to pick up uh, a driver. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But certainly for uh, the drivers in the UK, um, this is a a very welcome uh, development, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens in America. Next up, uh, the UK bank NatWest faces UK criminal charges in money laundering cases. The Financial Conduct Authority has filed criminal charges against the bank, National Westminster Bank. The proceeding announced Tuesday is the first criminal prosecution based on a 207 money laundering rule and its first prosecution against a bank as well under that regulation. <clears throat> the FCA alleged that NatWest failed to maintain adequate and effective anti-money laundering controls, and particularly as it relates to how funds are deposited in accounts of corporate customers. So uh, money laundering reaches uh, the United Kingdom it's going to be interesting to see, obviously, how this plays out, but it really speaks for the need for adequate compliance in the financial industry in the United Kingdom and in the United States. We close with our final article by uh, um, Kim Richards and Dieter Holger in the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal, as some of Germany's largest listed companies are bracing, bracing rather, for gender diversity quota on executives as pressure mounts from regulators and investors to worldwide to boost women in management. Under draft German regulation, which won cabinet approval this year and is now under debate in the German parliament, some companies <clears throat> must have at least one woman 
on their management board. This rule would apply to about 70 of uh, Germany's biggest companies and certainly follows the um, move of the California legislature and most probably the Security Exchange Commission uh, as well to create greater uh, gender diversity at the board level. So kudos to Germany for gender diversity at the board level. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.